0: Welcome to Tuesday on the Puro Pelka Podcast. It's Mike here. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to also get the Dark to Light podcast with my buddy Tracy Beans from Uncovered D.C. She broke down the Sussman uh, case, The, the Durham investigation into Sussman, one of the lawyers that was contracted by Hillary's firm that was part of the Russia collusion. She broke it down really well so get the dark to light podcast as well let's do a little history before we get into today's business on this date in 1503 Columbus discovers the Cayman Islands and whenever I see these citations on the history pages I always wonder wait a minute what about the people who lived there before did they not know they were living there I just wonder in uh, 1869 a big day in transportation as the golden spike was driven in to join the Union and Central Pacific Railways in Utah at Promontory Point, Utah. Huge, huge difference in cross-continent traffic. On this day in 1877, the White House got its first telephone under President Rutherford B. Hayes. Fast forward to the 20th century. J. Edgar Hoover was appointed head of the FBI, where he pretty much remained until he died. And then we learned about all the crazy habits he had, you know, the cross-dressing and all that. Who knew? Who knew that if RuPaul's Drag Race had been held back in the 20s and 30s, that the head of the FBI might have coveted being a part of it? On this date, in 1933, the Nazis began burning books, but only those books they determined to be un-German. And this is why we don't want a government-run disinformation board because who decides nothing should be burned nothing should be censored just remember that on this date in 1940 a pivotal day as it uh, as we relates to uh, World War two Winston Churchill became the Prime Minister of England and he really did show us how to lead in a time of strife and trouble on this date in 1980 the US government loaned Chrysler billion at the time was a staggering amount of money. Chrysler was about to go out of business, and we were trying to keep them alive in the interest of uh, keeping diversity and competition in the auto industry. I guess that was the start of Too Big to Fail, huh? Maybe. We shall see. The, um, The Supreme Court story keeps rolling on. And I posted a poll on Twitter earlier today. I posted a poll asking the question of whether or not you believe the Supreme Court should just turn over the decision. I know the draft was leaked and it was not the final draft of the decision as regards the Mississippi case, which effectively overturns Roe v. Wade. But uh, a lot of people are screaming for that, saying that maybe the protesters would go away. And I say no, but my buddy Larry O'Connor, who's a big deal talk show host out of Washington, D.C., says yes. I think if you, if you give in to the mob, they'll never go away. So I would vote no. But you can find me on Twitter, at StuntBrain or Mike Opelka, and you can uh, partake in the poll. I'm surprised at how close it is right now really surprised at how close it is so we'll see tomorrow the final results will be posted in other news it relates to the supreme court thing uh justice alito's home was visited by over 100 very loud protesters and a lot of media i think there were more media than there were protesters at one point but you know the, the justices never signed up for protests at their home and the people who live in the neighborhood never did that And the kids and family members of those who live in the neighborhood don't deserve this. And it's also against the law. So where is the police? Where are the cops? Come on. The Senate passed a bill that will protect families of the Supreme Court members. Well, if someone's injured, how are you going to protect them after the fact? Just throwing that out there. Virginia Governor Yunkin, the new governor, has said that um, he will protect them. He will make sure that they are protected, the justices who live in his state. Uh, Joe Biden's speechifying about how he's going to fix inflation. I haven't seen it yet because I'm busy working on this podcast as it happens. Nothing this president can do is going to slow down inflation. He's going to say, oh, we're going to try and make things cheaper. You can't. The uh, baby formula crisis, which really should have been addressed last November, as we learned was uh, initially alerted to back in november and the fda finally showed up in what january and they haven't done anything to get the factory back online so this could have been handled if we had a competent administration but we don't No, they're busy being woke and adding correct pronouns to everything it's insane i'm happy to see bill maher's awakening continues bill maher trashing Elizabeth Warren's college loan forgiveness scheme. He gets it. He doesn't want to pay for somebody else's college loans. Neither do you and neither do I. We shall see what happens there. I'm following a story we'll have more on probably tomorrow, but there's a nonprofit watchdog group that it says they have uncovered $350 million in royalties, making air quotes with my fingers, that were paid to Dr. Fauci, Dr. Collins and other members at the National Institutes of Health that Fauci runs. Why are they being paid royalties? If it's true, we will roast them over and over again. We have to, you know, you can't let that go on. Fauci needs to retire, he needs to go away, but he's not going to until he tries to get one more freak out. They're telling us there's a new wave of COVID, and while the dead, dead numbers, deathly numbers and the hospitalizations aren't exactly going up the rates they were in the past, we are seeing infections. But why? Tell us why. And doesn't that mean more people will be immune? Just throwing that out there. But the World Health Organization is about to vote on something that would have a serious effect on you and me and how our country deals with future health emergencies. Apparently, the World Health Organization wants all of its members, and we are currently among those groups that are members of the WHO. Donald Trump got us out of it, remember? And then Joe Biden put us back in. If this vote goes as planned, then America would have to give our health controls to the World Health Organization. I'm not in on that. I'm not in on that at all. And we better start hearing more about this vote ahead of it. I hope the members of Congress will scream about this as well. Speaking of screaming about it, the power grid officials, the people that run the big power grids that distribute power, mostly uh, this is coming from mostly the area across the South and Southwest and California, are saying that uh, we're going to have some electricity shortages because we're shifting to green energy. And all these people are buying electric cars and plugging into the grid and we have wildfires and high winds and uh, mudslides, etc. We told you. We told you that was happening. And while that's going on, a recent study of all the uh, car charging stations in San Francisco, not including Tesla on in this because Tesla has its own network, 25 percent of the. Electric vehicle charging stations in San Francisco do not work. And this is before the Biden administration builds its half a million charging station network around the country. It'll be really efficient when the government gets involved, won't it? That's a bad sign. A really bad sign. I'm not sharpening a target and uh, you make your own decision. But target has added to its uh, very woke pride. Catalog. They sell a lot of merch, shirts, pants, whatever, bandanas to celebrate Pride Month. That's fine. That's fine. But when your Pride collection includes chest binders and something called packing underwear and clothing for children that is pushing the indoctrination of the trans world, I'm out. I'm done. I won't be visiting you anymore, Target. Carry on. And I'm sure that's going to destroy you. But um, it won't destroy me to shop somewhere else. Uh, The new press secretary is going to be joining the White House in her capacity as the head press secretary. She's a deputy press secretary at the moment. Uh, Corinne is her name. Corinne Jean-Pierre. She checks all those boxes. She's African American, she's a lesbian. She is also a woman, so you get a female credit, a person of color credit, and a LGBTQ credit. And uh, she's married to someone at uh, CNN, Suzanne Malveaux, which I have a problem with. That I don't care about all the other junk, but I have a problem with being married to an anchor at CNN. The White House press secretary. It just seems like we're crossing the streams, if you know what I mean. Would you? We're just it's a little too close, as my late mother would say. But she also has a problem. She has a problem with uh, the truth and reality. Back when when uh, Stacey Abrams lost the 2018 run for governor in Georgia, this woman, Mrs. Jean-Pierre, has been telling everyone it was stolen. The election was stolen. So if you said the election of 2020 was stolen, you were thrown off Twitter. But the incoming press secretary has been saying that the 2018 gubernatorial election was stolen and she gets a promotion. But that's not the worst of it. This is the new press secretary on MSNBC not that long ago talking about Fox News. It
1: was racist before coronavirus. They are racist during the coronavirus. Fox News will be racist after the coronavirus. So there is nothing new here. I think the difference is is they have been, they are all in on being state TV for Donald Trump. And so they will continue to give them misinformation. The danger is, so yes, you have Asian Americans right now whose lives are seriously in danger.
0: So this was when uh, we were calling it the China flu. And it is. It's the Wuhan flu. It came from Wuhan, China. And the left made up this crazy story that it was going to get all these Asian people killed and that we were racist for calling it what it was. And now she's in the White House before the back of my head explodes. I better get over to our buddy, Jim Stovall, our, our man behind the Winner's Wisdom column. Let's get him in here. I'm very excited every week when we get to talk to Jim Stovall. Jim Stovall is a, um, a, a, a giver. I think that's the way to call Jim Stovall correctly, identify him correctly, as a giver. The guy's written more than 50 books, best-selling New York Times author. He's He's got eight of them turned into movies, and he also is the brain behind the Narrative Television Network, which lets blind people enjoy movies and TV too. Uh, so he has given much from his brain to the lives of other people, and including me, because I get like a weekly counseling session with Jim Stovall, and he's back. Jim, uh, do you want me to give you my copay now, or can we do that at the end?
1: Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it at the end, because there may be some extra surcharges, you
0: know. <laughs> I forgot, <laughs> I forgot. Very excited about this week, Jim, because this week we have something brand new for the people out there. Uh, a great beach read for anybody who's looking for a beach read. Am I correct?
1: Yeah. I. You know, this week's column is thanks to you. And uh, I want to thank all my readers around the world that have read this, my Winner's Wisdom columns uh, each week for over 20 years. And the, the sixth uh, volume of these compilations of columns has come out, 100 Doses of Winner's Wisdom, and it's called... Uh, uh, the gift of a day, and uh, you know, I'm just really excited about it. But you know, the column points out, you know, the two least used words, or underutilized words, in our society is are thank you. We just don't thank people enough. And uh, you know, I've gotten in the habit, and many of my readers have gotten in the habit of making a daily list of things they're grateful for. But sometimes it's good to take that list. One thing farther, you know, there's people that show up on my golden list or my gratitude list regularly, and I need to take, you know, occasions and just say thank you. So I I write a lot of notes or emails or just make a quick call and for no reason other than to say thank you. And you can really, really change someone's world. I I have a a lady who used to live in my neighborhood, and she drove the. Uh, the carpool to football practice when i was a little kid you know well she's turning 90 this next week and i just called her and said you know you have no idea all those days back and forth to the football practice and you were so encouraging to me and the other guys cuz uh, when you're a little guy nothing more critical in life than uh, you know am i going to get to play am i going to get to start and, and you know you you kind of showed me that there might conceivably be something bigger than football in the world and uh, and uh, you know it, and it's just nice to reconnect with people and uh, and uh, you know and just say hey, you made a difference along the way
0: you know Jim thank you for that um, I, I now wonder if Mrs. Jaglum is still alive because she's the one who drove us all to uh, football practice in middle school I, and she was somebody who gave us all a little talk on the way to and on the way home every single time so I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out after this and see if I can find her see if she's still with us so I appreciate that
1: well I had so much fun in the last couple weeks I for years I've gotten books from the National Library for the Blind and there are a handful of people that record many many of these books and I have listened to them hours a day for so many years they, they they feel like family members. It's all like I know these people, so I contacted the library and I said, "Can I contact them, or can I send you something to pass along to them?" And and they gave me the contact info, and I called these people, and it's kind of like, "Well, what do you want?" And I said, "I wanted to say thank you," <laughs> and they said, "That's it." And I said, "Yeah, I, I mean, you're a huge deal to me. I mean, uh, you know, you." gave me the privilege of reading and they said well i'm sorry for a little taken back because the the phone rings 20 times a day and somebody always you know you made a mistake in this book or you screwed that up or the recording was bad here and i said no nope, none of that just thank you you did a great job and you know and i have a firm believer in when we're out there in public i just really believe in catching people doing something right you know we have a tendency to point out everything they do wrong but uh, it's so cool to uh sit there and I one of my great privileges was to uh, have an association of friendship with the late great Zig Ziglar and I remember one day we're sitting in a food court in a mall and uh, across the uh, parking lot from the arena where we were working and there was a kid you know cleaning up somebody's mess at the next table and I'm talking to Zig and he said excuse me one minute and he walks over to this guy and you know a teenage guy or young twenties and says hey I've seen people do that for years I don't know that I've ever seen anybody do that better than you do that and it makes such a difference when you come in here with your food to have a clean table and you're doing a great job and I just want you to know it matters and this kid was so taken aback and so as we left I told the kid I said uh, not only was what he said exceptional but when you get home look up Zig Ziglar. That's who you just talked to. And you, you need to know who this guy was. And it, it's just, you know, it's one of those things that took him less than a minute. But this young man, his, his grandchildren will tell his great-grandchildren about the day he met Zig Ziglar, you know. And, uh, and it, it's that simple to do that.
0: It, it is simple. And yet it's not just for the other person. In the column, you write that this action is a gift you can give yourself. And, uh, you know, we never look at it that way, but you do create a great positive energy. And as you so so brilliantly state here, you create momentum. You create strength and power for yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, I am a big believer if you want to get everything you want out of life and you want more in your life, the way to get what you want is to be thankful for what you've already got. And that's the beginning of growth because otherwise you feel like you're in some kind of deficit and I have nothing to be thankful. No, we're all lucky just to be here, just to be who we are, where we are, and what we're doing. And 95% of the people on the planet would give everything they have to be your next door neighbor. And, uh, and, you know, once you start out with that sense of gratitude, then it opens the door for you to be more, have more, do more, and, uh, you know, make your own world the way you want it to be, but help other people along the way.
0: We're talking to our friend Jim Stovall. He is the man behind 50-plus books, eight movies, the the all-important Winner's Wisdom column that we check out each and every week. And if you go to jimstovall.com, and you fill out the little form. It'll show up in your mailbox each week. And you'll get that little vitamin that you can read. But there's a new book out right now. You you can get Jim's book, which gives you 100 of the Winner's Wisdom columns called The Gift of a Day. And you can take it to the beach because I don't like to take you know, electrical devices to the beach because of all the sand. So carry a book with you. Great beach read. And I know a lot of you are going, Mike, it's not even Memorial Day yet. I'm going to the beach already, Jim. I hope you don't mind me pushing the seasons ahead.
1: No, I am excited to push ahead and looking forward to it.
0: My friend, you are always an inspiration, and I appreciate your patience and your generosity of time. Thank you.
1: I always enjoy our little weekly visits, and I will look forward to the next one.